Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani listening to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Well, I'm not listening to it. I'm doing it, and you're listening to it, I hope. So uh, tune in. We're going to have a great show uh, at the very end of the show. I want to see if you can detect a certain amount of nervousness in my voice. I do everything I can to control it. But we're getting very, very close to a Yankee do-or-die game. It's going to go on 15 minutes after my radio show. I do not want you to interrupt listening to Bo, but I want you to put it on on the side. Okay? All right. So you can listen to Bo and watch the game. Come on. We're, you know, we're not like Biden. Can't even do one thing at a time. We can do three, four things at a time because we have a brain that works which is unusual now, in Washington at least. Well, it's getting close in New York. It could be. It could be the people of my state are getting smart. So, go figure, right? 20 years of Democrat rule in the state. The last two elected Democratic mayors go out on big, giant scandals. Spitzer who apparently doesn't take off his socks, and Cuomo, who doesn't seem to really care about elderly people. So those two go out on scandals. Now, it would say to you, if you add to it the fact that the entire state is undergoing a crime crisis, where New York is a disaster, which we'll discuss in a minute, although the mayor is kind of like Biden with the border. You know, the border is secure. Four million people have come in. There's a fentanyl record crisis, right? You can take pictures every day of thousands coming over. The border is secure. Adams, no problem on the subway. No problem on the subway. Every day somebody gets thrown down on the tracks. People don't want to go on the subway. I'm going to go over subway crimes with you in a little while. The green goblins are even tackling the subway. But the subway's fine. Now, with that going on, You would say the people in New York are going to vote for a Republican, particularly since they got a good, solid, clean, sensible one named Lee Zeldin. Well, it's starting to look that way. So he began about 27 points behind. Then he went down to 24. Then he went down to about 18. In one poll, he just got down to 11. That's the Siena College poll. But in another poll, the Quinnipiac, he's down to four. Four. Both of them are striking distance, by the way, for a Republican. A Republican, is, a Republican generally is behind by one, two, three, four points. And if you want to look at prior elections, which I do, uh, anytime I see a Republican within four points, they're in striking distance and probably going to win. If the trend is going their way, and I'll tell you one thing that uh, Lee has for him right now is trend and nothing is going right for the Democrats. And that's not uh, bad luck. That's very, very bad governing. So let's I mean, let's just go over this because there's almost no other news in New York City than crime. I mean, the horse got the the horse that got hurt on the street had to be put to bed. That's the only other piece of news. And the Yankees coming up at uh, 4.15. Person stabbed inside the Staten Island Ferry Terminal. 
four people arrested after a man was stabbed in the ferry terminal, ter, uh, terminal at 9 a.m. I mean, that's middle, that's rush hour. I mean, let's, these crimes take place in b- broad daylight. They are bold crimes. They are different than, uh, than the crimes that, that I used to deal with, that Bratton used to deal with, even, even that uh, Bloomberg and Kelly used to deal with. But here's the difference. We knew how to adapt. We had to deal with different crimes. All of a sudden, last year I'm mayor. We had to start dealing with theft of office buildings, of personal computers. We never had that before. Uh, uh, Bloomberg and Kelly had a, had, a, had a gear up for terrorism after 9-11. They did it brilliantly. But just because it's a different kind of crime doesn't mean that Adams has to sit there putting his tuxedo on and sucking his thumb, right? How about this one? New York City counterfeit market thrives. That's a very bad sign. Now, right across the street from my apartment, there was one on Sunday. Haven't, hasn't been there in years. Certainly not when I was mayor. Now, why is that bad? You say, well, that's not to say. You're darn right, that's terrible. City doesn't get the taxes. City's in debt, by the way. He had to do cutting, including cutting of the police, right? So city doesn't get the taxes. Businesses start to get discouraged because they're losing business to the phonies, Right? And they're leaving the city anyway because of crime, because it smells. Somebody on Fox today says, first impression you get of the city is the first smell that you get. It's either urine or or, or weed. You know how many people are going to come to the city for urine or weed? You know what kind of people? It was a Fox uh, reporter. She was reprimanded for it, but I actually thought she shouldn't be. We want people to tell the truth. You only solve a problem when you face it. Uh, so this 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 kind of uh, uh, counterfeit market. First of all, you get crap. You you getting ripped off. People come in, they think they're buying a Rolex watch for two hundred dollars, and the thing makes their wrist black in two days. And this is a this is a six hundred billion dollar racket that's going on, and organized crime has a piece of it. Then we've got the subways. We've got the green goblin, goblins on the subways. What are the green goblins? They're a bunch of women, women, women attacking. Not just women, usually women. They come in, they, they terrorize, they run all around the subway, and they steal whatever the hell they can get their hands on. They have neon green bodysuits on. They attacked uh, two 19-year-old women on a subway platform. They knocked a couple of others down. They uh, did some damage uh, to uh, th- uh, three, other, uh, three other women. <laughs> they come out of nowhere. They come out of nowhere. It could be any part of the city. This, this, uh, these started in Times Square on October 2nd. In Times Square, in the middle of the day. How about one of the most exclusive parts of the city? Cellini Jewelers on Park Avenue, 3.30 Saturday. Three people. Walk in, smash things up, walk out with minimum $500,000 in jewelry. Half a million dollars in jewelry, minimum, bare minimum. Three people, they're looking for them. They don't have photos. 
I mean, if I were mayor, the police commissioner wouldn't have slept all weekend because he'd be out looking for him. Man charged with murder and fatal shooting in Harlem. That was on September 30th at Malcolm X Boulevard. Mm. So I can go on and on with the police blotter, but you got the point. Adams, the answer to it is, oh, there were only nine murders on the subway. That's the most murders since 1994, jerk. Nine murders is a lot of murders. We were averaging two a year. Tell me the difference between two and nine. Twice as many? Come on, Adam, you can do better than that. Three times as many? You were going to reduce crime, wise guy. Overall crime up 35%. Nobody wants to come to your city. You know, if they really told these homeless, I mean, the, uh, the uh, illegal immigrants about New York City, they wouldn't come here. Uh, some of them actually, on the way, stopped and got off the bus. They didn't want to come to your city. You are destroying us by not paying attention, pal. And Hochul's de- are destroying us because she keeps the, the bail law in place. That creates the criminals on the street that are committing the crime. It's as simple as that. You want to know the big difference between now and they go back to when I was mayor and straightened it out or Bloomberg? The difference is there are probably four, five, six thousand people walking around the street that we would have had in jail. And they're breaking into stores. They're beating the living daylights out of people. And then they're doing something else, a new kind of crime. The random crime. You walk up to some poor old man or old lady and you bang him in the head and knock him down and kick him. You don't even take anything from him. You throw him on the subway. They're laying on the ground wounded and you kick him. Now that, and I'm going to do, I'm doing real analysis into this because at some point I tell you how I would handle this as mayor, which Mr. Lazy will not do. But you got to do a lot of research. You got to figure out these crimes. You got to know them. You got to look for the characteristics of them. Then you have to have a police strategy to predict where they're going to be and when they're going to happen. You may be wrong the first time. You may be wrong the second time. But as you get wrong, you get closer and closer. You're finally right and you wipe it out. You're there when they're doing it. That's the objective here. That means staying up at night. That means studying. Studying data, sitting with the cops who deal with it. This is a real job. It's not wearing jewelry and and suits and smiling at cocktail parties. Hey, you want to do that? Make the city safe first, and then we'll all celebrate with you. But don't start celebrating while we're getting the hell kicked out of us, huh? Don't vote for a Democrat. Don't get fooled again. You should have voted for Curtis Slewa, and you voted for Adams. A, another Democrat after 20 years of this garbage and, and one that looks like she might be a crook, as well as not knowing what to do about crime? She's got more pay-for-play schemes uh, than Cuomo. Don't be made a fool of again by the Democrat 
propaganda. Vote Republican. Vote for Zeldin. You do that, day one, Bragg's gone, the district attorneys will be shaking in their boots, and they'll start doing the job of district attorney, not putting criminals on the street to kill you, beat you, rob you, mug you, stun you. They'll be putting the criminals in jail, and they'll be putting more cops on the street. And they're going to say to the cops, we back you. We don't believe in systemic racism. We know it's not true. We know that nine times, 99 times, 99 times, 99 times, your actions are legit. You do something really bad, you're going to get prosecuted. You make a mistake, I'm standing there with you. I got your back. So go stop the robberies before they are completed. Because they don't do that right now. Because if they do it right now and make a mistake, you know where Adams is you know where Adams is gonna be. He'll be in the middle, you know where Hoka will be. She'll be over there with all her lefty friends. Well, we'll be back in a in a very short while and we'll uh, take a look at politics. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you uh, with the Rudy Giuliani show. And uh, I said we were going to get back to politics, and it, I mean, it is really, really uh, con- confusing. I mean, the Senate races, um, which look like uh, some of them were really settled, and you could focus in on about five or six are kind of opening up in all different directions. You got the really strange one in Colorado in which Michael... Uh, Bennett, who's the incumbent Democrat, is running against Joe O'Day, who is the uh, never-Trumper Republican, who uh, made it clear that he wouldn't support uh, Trump. Uh, the president uh, uh, <laughs> president made clear that MAGA doesn't vote for stupid people with big mouths. Very subtle message. And, uh, and then uh, O'Day went back with how He'd prefer to see DeSantis, Scott Pompeo, or Haley uh, for president. And he's, uh, he's down by seven in a state that Biden carried by 13. Now, the Republican McConnell pack is supporting him. I don't, I don't see a vote for, I don't see a road for victory there. I don't know what it is, unless you're going to get Democrats to vote for O'Day because he's anti-Trump. I mean, there may be Republicans that continue to vote for him because they want to be a little more independent of Trump or they want Republicans no matter what, or they focus on the fact that it is really a vote for leadership more than O'Day, Trump, or uh, whatever. But that's not going to be all the Republicans. And to win in a state where Democrats are ahead, you're going to need all of the Republicans and a bunch of uh, very strongly... Uh, 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 supportive Trump Republicans are going to target him and vote against him. So I don't know exactly what his strategy is in in attacking Trump, where he thinks that's going to create a road to victory or where the national media thinks that'll give him a road to victory, except maybe they just write the story because it's an embarrassment to Trump, which doesn't really serve us really well because they're not really writing the truth so we can make analysis based on it. But in any event, that one seems kind of weird. When you go into Utah, you got a kind of opposite situation going on 
you've got uh, you've got a Republican who's running who's running for re-election, Mike Lee, very very smart guy, Supreme Court law clerk, if I remember correctly. Uh, he is extremely pro-Trump. He is um, believe he voted you know um, voted in Trump's favor on the election. Uh, Romney is remaining neutral, which is, you know, Romney either remains neutral or changes his mind. It's one or the other. Uh, He's had every position on every issue that you possibly, he's been pro-choice, he's been pro-life, he's been pro-gun control, he's been anti-gun control, he's been pro-gay rights, he's been anti-gay rights. I don't know, do I have to keep going on? Uh, but the reality is, I mean, he has a bit of a constituency there, so he's not support. He's not supporting Lee, and the de- the Democrat candidate is not a Democrat candidate. The, de- <laughs> the Democrat candidate is an independent candidate that that is not going to line up with either the Republicans or the Democrats. I guess he's going to sit in the gallery, or maybe they're going to make one of those things where, like I had when I came in as the beast when I played him Beauty and the Beast. Maybe they're going to make one of these harnesses and they'll put him at the top of the Senate uh, roof and he'll float back and forth in shorts or something. This is what's going on in our crazy election season. We'll be back with a little more serious discussion and with your calls. This is Rudy Giuliani. Come right back. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you. And remember, you can call us on 1-800-848-9222. So let's get a call here, and let's go to, um, let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Hello, Mr. Mayor. This guy Warnock, who's running in Georgia... This guy is a hardline communist revolutionary. He studied at Union Theological Seminary, mm-hmm. and the guy who reached him was a guy who they give credit for inventing or implementing black liberation theology. Liberation theology is the communist use in the church, the Christian religion to promote communist revolution. They use that strategy also in the Muslim countries, and of course that's today's Muslim terror. This guy, Warnock, is a hardline communist. Let me read you a real quick thing here. This is what Warnock... Give me a second here. Uh, oh, this is from the book that Warnock uh, became part of, this Black Liberation Theology. Black liber- uh, excuse me, the black intellectual's goal is to aid in destruction of America as he knows it. Such destruction requires both black anger and white guilt. The black power theologian's goal is to tell the story of American oppression so powerfully and precisely that white men will tremble, curse, and go mad because they will be drenched with the filth of their evil. That's the guy that Warnock followed. That was his teacher in these uh, communist schools. This is very, very serious. And who is, who, who is this guy? The guy uh, Warnock is the guy. Yeah, no, no, no. But who who was the teacher? The guy's name is Doctor Cohn. They give him credit 
for inventing and writing and promoting black liberation theology. But that liberation theology really yes. came from the Soviets. Right. Because every group, every religion all around the world is taught to hate America. That's one thing I find in the World Marxist Review. Every single country, that's a Soviet publication, every single country in the world is taught to hate America from different different angles, anti-imperialism, anti-colonialism, racism. It, it's amazing. And another person who has an extreme, the most extreme radical communist connections is Tulsi Gabbard. Have to be very, very careful with her. Really? Group, now, that is a, that's, yes, a, that's yes. a surprise, isn't it? Oh, it is surprising when you read it, but this is so she when when Tulsi Gabbard talks about peace, she talks about it the way the Soviets do. So it's not the same way when Trump talks about avoiding these wars we keep getting. And what's into her what's her what's her what's the uh connection with her? Well, she's got support from a Rick Nagin from the Communist Party. She's in one of the most radical groups of formed by uh Bernie Sanders. She is Trevor Loudon is going to be publishing this like maybe today or tomorrow. Yes, at, yes, I saw that. Park Times. It's all documented stuff. I'll, I now, will. Listen, I will look at it. It's a. It's a disappointment and a, and a surprise to me. I, I must say, uh, but we'll take a we'll take a very very good look at. It. I knew I, the, the 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 situation you're talking about with Warnock. I know, and there's other connections as well. I mean, you know, look, look Solowinski taught uh, Obama and Hillary. And Solowinski was a committed communist. And, and much of what they preach and say comes right out of Olinsky's writings. So um, I think we've gone beyond the issue where it gets shocking when we say there's a tremendous amount of communist influence within the Democrat Party. Tulsi Gabbard, wow. <clears throat> Warnock, for sure. Now— when you wa- I don't know if you watched many of you got a chance to watch that debate, but I wish you did because uh, 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 Herschel Walker put away any issue that he's not capable of handling uh, the job of being a senator. I would say, and I tr- you know look, I am biased. Uh, Herschel's a friend, and I agree with him ideologically. I th- I thought he beat the hell out of uh, Warnock. Warnock wouldn't answer any questions. Is Warnock a, a more a more um, uh, effective speaker in terms of style? I mean, the guy preaches. The guy gets paid like a million dollars a year to preach by the church. So yeah, of course he's going to be a better talker. But on the other hand, there's nothing wrong. Uh, nothing wrong with the way in which uh, uh, Herschel was expressing himself, and he was making much better points. Much much better points. I mean, when you talk about ab- abortion, um, the Democrats want to talk about oh, re- Republicans want to ban abortion completely. Very few Republicans w- want to do that. Most Republicans want to put limits on it, significant limits, not unlike the limits in Europe, but for that matter. So we're not a country of savages just murdering six and seven and eight month old uh, uh, fetuses or, or, or children. The Democrat Party, particularly the the progressives who, who have become progressive uh, supporters of murder, are for abortion on demand at any time up to the moment of birth. Now, most Americans do not support that. Most civilized people do not support that. 
Most European countries have a 12 to 18-week period in which you make your decision. Beyond that, no abortion. Nobody goes into the 7th, 8th, or ninth month except the state of New York applauding when they passed it. Now, here's the interesting issue that gets a little foggy and they deny. But this is certainly an accurate quote from the former governor of Virginia. Should the, should the child, let's say the eight-month-old uh, fetus child, whatever you want to call it, should the child survive the abortion, which does happen, what do you do? If you, uh, if you get rid of the child, what do you call that? The child is born. The child is alive. The child is out of the womb. Shouldn't have come out of the womb, but did. The governor of Virginia, a Democrat named Northam, said, the mother should have a grace period to decide what to do with the doctor. Well, there are two things to do. You let the baby live or you kill it. And if the choice is uh, open to kill it, now you're a murderer. That, uh, when, I, when that happened, uh, it just turned my whole head on abortion. And I said, these people have gone crazy. And I've also had, had a revelation. This is part of the immorality in our society. This is why our society is so perverted and so immoral. We've been doing this for a long time now. How many, how many, and, and I guess the other thing that blew my mind because I spent so much try, time saving lives in the minority community, particularly in the black community, that at least last year and the year before, more black babies were aborted than born. More black babies were aborted than born. What's that about? We got to get control on this thing, and it doesn't. It doesn't have to be all one way or all the other. For the religious people, it does. I understand that, but this there has to be at a bare minimum a reasonable limit, so we don't start getting into what is not even arguably murder, but definitely murder, and people like Warnock. And Kathy Hochul want to take you there. Just like they want to take you to a lot of other very dangerous places that communists have been working for for 100 years. Uh, How about Tom in Forest Hills? I think he's got something to add on Tulsi Gabbard. And I must say, I love this audience because you teach me things. But this is the biggest surprise I've gotten since I've been doing this for two years. Tom. Yes, Mr. Mayor, it's an honor to speak to you. Thanks, Tom. Um, the the uh, Tulsi Gabbard, the word is out now that she's a graduate of the World Economic Forum, which has been uh, actually... Uh, oh, I know the World Economic Forum. Uh, I, I, was, I spoke at it once and yeah, only you, uh, once, uh, only once. Organized by Klaus Schwab, and we all know what the story is with him. Yeah, sure do. So I just, I just wanted to add that, and uh, I, in my opinion... It, uh, she's like a Trojan horse, and, and she actually infiltrated the uh, Republican Conservative Party now, and they got to get rid of her. Get well, you, you know, uh, Jim, uh, Jim is not a uh, Jim is a very, very reliable 
the man who the man who said that before Jim is a very reliable source. There are very few people that know as much about communism as he does. So we're not we're not talking about some you know this this is this is going to be something to deal with if Jim has this information. This is going to be something to deal with. I do not take it lightly. Uh, so let's go to uh, Bud in Rochester, New York, which actually has the most crime in New York State. Uh, <clears throat> Isn't that correct, Bud? You, you are uh, spot on there. Uh, um, uh, I, I, I wonder what has happened to the cold fry case. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when the the the, the, uh, the shooting that took place because the fries were cold and the guy came back and sh- I'll go find out. I mean, I imagine it's pending, but I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard heard of it in a while. I'll, go, I'll check on the on the on the docket, okay, and let you know. That was a strange. That, that I mean, that's another one of those strange cases. People get killed over cold French fries. What has happened to us? That was in New York City, by the way. Thanks, Bud. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, let's go to uh, Pam. Hi, um, Mr. Giuliani. I just wanted to mention uh, a couple of things. I, I think it was Jimmy who brought up about. Is it Jimmy who brought up about Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah, yeah, think, Jimmy from Brooklyn. You know, yeah. yeah, you know, so many people are just blindly looking at her and thinking that isn't it wonderful that she's left the, the Democrats? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm one of them. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm one of them. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm being educated. Th- thank goodness I participate look, in this show. <laughs> people need to look into her closer. I know that a while back she was 100% for uh, single-payer health care, and we know what a disaster that would be. And the other thing I wanted to mention is Joe Biden. I am a Catholic. I'm a practicing Catholic. And both Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi have sold their souls to the devil for fame and and uh, for politics with the way they're standing up for uh, abortion to the end. I think they're disgraceful, and I don't care how many rosary beads Joe Biden puts in his pocket. He, he's going to answer to God. And so is Nancy Pelosi for what they're doing. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of people, you know, miss it in the in the uh, confusion about the debate on abortion. But the present Democrat Party, led by Biden and Pelosi, believe certainly in abortion up to the ninth month. The question is, do they believe in abortion after birth? And. I don't know if there's anyone that is so far out of it that they don't realize that once you get to the seventh, eighth, and ninth month, there's no difference between what's in the womb and a baby, right? So what are they for? They're for killing babies. I mean, I, we, we can talk around it if you want, and we can bull, you know what, but that's what they want to do. Now, that isn't just anti-Catholic. That's anti-humane, right? I mean, it's it's unthinkable. Yes, Biden is for that. And he wants to codify those rights should he become uh, president again. He's he's um, vowed to pass a national law that would allow you to slaughter eight-and-a-half-month-old fetuses or babies. Interesting, will they have the carryover provision 
that if the abortion goes wrong and the baby lives, you get a little time to kill it. Not too much time, maybe two, three days. I'm telling you, when I heard that from Northam and went through the roof, it's like every once in a while you get a, um, uh, 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 an inflection point, uh, an explosion point that makes things clear to you that this has all been a game of this has all been a, a game of sliding scale from the beginning, and the Democrats played the Republicans and played the country horribly, and it's all in favor of a communist cause, which is widespread universal abortion. Un, un, unbelievable. Now let's go back to Biden for a minute. The biggest issue in this country right now, although I think it should be crime, is not. It's the economy and inflation and how much money it costs for everything. Now, how is a guy going to fix it when he doesn't have the foggiest idea what the hell's going on? Uh, the other day, he told, a, he, he told a reporter that gas in California has always been $7 a gallon. I mean, that's just crazy. I don't know, is that dementia or is that the Joe who was left back in the third grade? Or is it the pathological liar? What it's not is a man who can possibly get us out of this problem because he doesn't understand it. Gas was never $7 a gallon in California. He also... He also claimed that the price of gasoline came down a dollar thirty-five. The price of gasoline average is twice what it was when he came into office, at least, and that's in the good places, and it's going up again. And then he was asked, "What's the most important thing? Is it crime? Is it inflation? What is it? It's working on housing. You're going to vote Democrat. You're going to ruin this country. This is Rudy Giuliani. I'll be back with the mayor's final words. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers is the organization that takes care of our, our very best, the men and women in uniform who protect us, put their lives at risk for us, sometimes lose their lives, and Tunnel to Towers with Frank Silla's there to pay the mortgage and sometimes lose the use of their limbs and need the help of a smart home. And Frank is there ready to build it for him, and you're the one that pays for it by putting in $11 a month to T2T.org. Please do it. It'll be, it, it'll be good for you if you do it. Well, my final word today can be a little unusual and a little different. It could be on baseball. Baseball. We're going to talk baseball. Now, this is a kid from Brooklyn who grew up a Yankee fan one mile from Ebbets Field. 
who every day he went down uh, on his block in Flatbush, Brooklyn, put his life in his hands wearing his Yankee hat. This is why I'm so tough. <laughs> of course, I almost got killed once, but thanks to my grandmother, I was saved from being killed by Dodger fans. But I look back on it now with great fondness, all those great players. I was a big Gil Hodges in the, uh, in the Hall of Fame guy. I was, on the, I was on the committee to get him in since before I was the mayor. I'm a big Roger Maris in the Hall of Fame guy. I don't believe it goes just on lifetime statistics. I think when you do one of the great and most unusual things in baseball, you got to get consideration for it, particularly when you've been a much better than average player, which Maris was, and won World Series. And like someone like Judge, Judge, I think, has earned now the Hall of Fame, almost no matter what he does. He has hit more home runs in the, let's say, in the American League than anyone. Now, honestly, he's hit the most home runs in baseball. Honestly, <laughs> capital H, you know, like not using drugs. I mean, I watched that whole thing, and... And like I, I am flabbergasted by Tulsi Gabbard, I was a baby on the whole idea of steroids. And uh, even when uh, uh, McGuire was going through it and my friends, actually one of them saw him do it once. They told me. I don't know if they actually did in the locker room. They said, everybody knows he does them. Everybody knows it. I said, come on. He's such an honest guy. He's not going to do that. Well, of course he did. And. In his case, it was a little hard to detect because he was a big man, and he did have 50 home runs legitimately. I mean, here's a guy that I believe could have done the 60, maybe 61, maybe 62, maybe even judges 63, but he's not doing 70. But then when you look at Sosa, who was an, a small man, and even Bonds, who was not a big man and not a home run hitter, all of a sudden, he starts blowing up with the illegal drugs, and he's banging out three times more home runs than usual. So baseball has got to, and by the way, it was illegal, illegal like the law, like we used to once have, the law. We don't have the law anymore because we have Democrats in control. Well, watch tonight's game. It's going to be great. <laughs> so excited. God bless America and say a prayer for our great country. We're going to survive this because of you, because you're great people. God bless America.